Backstage at Riot Fest Day 3, it's Carcon Carne presented by the Audubon Mazda of Evanston. Very early in Day 3, Ray from Teenage Bottle Rocket came by and it sounded like this. It's Carcon Carne. Great to be here. Perfect weather. Um, hopefully it maintains till 6 o'clock when we go on tonight. Stay Rad, earlier this year, an album that contains arguably the best dad song in the history of dad songs. Awesome. How do you stay rad as you're a dad and the leader of this you got to get thing. your kid into stuff that you're into, but you got to let him do or her do their own thing, too. You know? Mm-hmm. So Milo and I... Um, I just, I force them into snowboarding. You, you can't not snowboard, you know, but, and, and so we, we go shred the slopes near Laramie, Wyoming, a snowy range, and that's pretty rad. That's yeah, totally rad. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's like, dude, uh, if you don't brush your teeth, I'm going to kill your goldfish, and it's not rad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, there's a time for radness, and there's a time for, hey, dude, get this shit done. I, I find a, a kindred spirit when I listen to your music. I want to be a dog, a song. Dogs really do live their best lives, don't they? Yeah, you know, Cody was on his way to work, and he saw his dog, like, licking its nuts on the couch. <laughs> he was all, you know what? My life's not as good as this dog's. <laughs> so I think that's where it was all inspired. Yeah, that's the dream, for yeah. sure. Uh, what's your relationship like with social media? Um, you know, I try to stay away from it, but when you're on tour in the van, sometimes you get bored and you spark it up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... It's pretty easy to pretend to be a good dad on Instagram. <laughs> so, you know, you have that shot whenever it's me and Milo in front of the Eiffel Tower in Paris or something like that. You know, like, <laughs> hey, check it out. I brought my kid to Europe. Um, but, yeah, I think it could be a bad thing if you're on it for too long, right? You know, just, and I run into that on tour where it's all, man, did I stare at my phone for four hours today because I feel gross? There, there's a stat I read that says, we social media people go through 300 feet of content a day scrolling through our phone. Uh, right. That's that kinda, seems terrible. Yeah, it makes me feel like an awful human yeah, being. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> no doubt about it. But, um, yeah, when you're bored, sure. But sometimes I'll intentionally leave my phone behind at the hotel room when we go to a show. And it's like, hey, I want to be a regular dude tonight. Well, see, and I ask because of anti-social media, but I also ask because punk rock has always been about community to me. And this seems like the quickest and best way to relate to your community engender more community yeah totally man and if you're in a band you can't avoid it to a certain extent you need to like post your tour dates right and you need to let people know where you're going to be that night and and everything so uh stealing the covers i know you're a music fan i know the members of your band are music fans because the covers that you did are so obscure to the to the masses that they could have seemed like they were all made up bands yeah Totally. And it was just, we talked about doing it for years and we fell in love with these songs just riding around in our van. And dude, to be honest, 90% of the CDs people give us on tour, we just throw away. We sign them to Roadkill Records. It's a big label. They got a lot of artists and uh, we've certainly signed a bunch of them. So, um, but yeah, sometimes they end up being played and sometimes we're like, dude, this song is fantastic. And so that was sort of the inspiration behind the whole project was like, hey, here's some songs we fell in love with. No one knows them. 
let's record a record and we'll pretend it's ours. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I've done local music shows on the radio for years in Chicago, and that that is part of the thrill, like the Diamond in the Rough, where after listening to a whole bunch of Roadkill records, you find that one, you're like, holy well, shit, who are you? Where did you come from? Totally. Thank you for entering my life. Yeah. Yeah, it, pull over the band. Let's go pick that up. <laughs> exactly. 20 years as a band next year. Yeah. As you take a step back and look look back and like, can you believe it? Does it seem like it went by in a blink of an eye or does it seem like a long slog? We've been through a lot. Things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when you play a city and especially if you're playing the same club that you're at like 12 years ago or something, you know, it brings back memories and it's like, man, you know, what were we into when we played this shit last time? Were we... is like terrible people as we were like now is like as far as <laughs> drug abuse and alcohol <laughs> um it, but really it has been a while and it feels like that especially when you bump into people you haven't seen for a while and stuff like hey dude i haven't seen you for 12 years holy shit or you know what's your relationship like i have to ask because i'm a chicagoan what's your relationship like with the city of chicago coming here it's was just the best punk scene it's like always been it's the first place we've ever played where we sold more than a thousand dollars worth of t-shirts you know, and at that point, we're like, we made it, man. Let's quit our jobs. Taco John's, <laughs> fuck you. I'm down. Um, so uh, it has that, and it's just, like, always dependable. It's it's just great. Teenage Bottle Rocket, Riot Fest Day 3. Beyond Riot Fest, what can we expect from you? Um, dude, we're just on the formula of record, tour, repeat. And eventually, it's going to happen again. So we're running on the way with this new record. And we're going to record another one eventually and um, shred Chicago as much as we can. Love it. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks, dude.